Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm your radio, radio show. I'm your radio, radio show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Nile Nine podcast. I am Nile Nine. I am, I am your host, and I am joined by. Kanye West expert and uh, music writer, Andrea Cleary. Hello. Andrea, how's it going? Very well. We're coming live from Russia, the World Cup. Li- the live Brazil from Russia game. this week because um, downstairs in the office there is a, a game being broadcast. Um, not that it'll matter to you by the time you hear this, unless you're a Brazilian. Or um, who are Brazil playing? Serbia. Serbia. And what's, yeah. the, what's the score? The score is currently at 45 minutes, 1-0. There we go. Come on, Serbia. <laughs> Just to give you a context of when and we recorded this, um, this is the Iron Lion podcast. We will not be talking about football this time. Well, maybe some other time we will. Maybe not. Yeah. I know. I love World Cup songs. Any World Cup songs? I like World Cup songs. Um, I like that Shakira one that <laughs> happened a few years ago. like that one. I um, liked the Elvis Presley um, remix. Do you remember that from the Nike ad? Years and years ago, it was the little less, little less conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whoever did that remix, that uh, was fabulous. That was Junkie XL, and that made his career. Good man. He he is now he does love the soundtrack stuff. Does uh, he? Now, yeah, because of that, he was the what he gave like Elvis his last number one. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's true. What it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what the number was, but uh, definitely up there. I think I'm happy enough to say that that's probably my favorite football related song. Yeah, I, there's loads of like really funny ones I remember finding from like Cameroon and stuff like that, which are really good, actually. Yeah. Like uh, ones about the power of the mind and, and like uh, scoring goals. And then obviously my favorite Irish one is uh, Put Him Under Pressure. But I don't think you can overstate how good that is. Yeah. It's like the best uh, song you could imagine. About it go- it absolutely goes without saying that that <laughs> is the best, best football song. I literally do try and play that every time I'm DJing. I don't, not, every, not every time, but if, there's a ma- if Ireland are playing nearby... Like a near at the time that I'm DJing, like we played it at Body and Soul a couple of years ago, mm. the night before Ireland got absolutely hammered. Oh, God. <laughs> do you think that was why? No. <laughs> no. There's none to do with us, thankfully. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, Andrea, it was the first time having you in. Um, on this show, we're going to be deep diving into um, Yay Season, really, and the five albums that Kanye West has done in the last five weeks. We would be remiss weeks. not to discuss Yeah, it. so we haven't, done a, we haven't really done a podcast since um, uh, the album started coming out. So kind of looking forward to deep diving in, into that. All right. In the meantime, um, yeah, I was at Body and Soul uh, Festival over the weekend. Always a good festival. Um, I saw some amazing stuff as ever. Um, and the things that I saw that I thought were actually amazing were the things I expected to be amazing, which yeah. was uh, John Hopkins, because um, I saw him three weeks ago at Primavera, and it was like brilliant. Absolutely amazing. He uses so many different frequencies. Um, and you know when somebody's a producer and they just know what they're at? Yeah. And they're using uh, the sound system and the visuals and everything in a way that's just like actually... It's a bit. It's a bit overwhelming. And was it? Was it dark when he was playing? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, that's he, essential. I think he got the biggest um, crowd at the main stage um, the entire weekend, and that's Absolutely. amazing. Like yeah. that. That yeah. John Hopkins is is getting those numbers out. But that's, that's the incredible. kind of festival it is. You know, it's yeah. like Body and Soul is not a festival where you're going to get major big acts anymore mm. because all those acts are taken by other festivals. Yeah. Like, there was a time where they had St. Vincent and M83 and Nick Cave even play one yeah. year. But they're never going to get those acts again because there's so much more competition now. There is, and there's all there's the Mal High gigs as well. Um, uh, d- d- just general outdoor gigs yeah. this summer, I think in particular, have been massive. So people are kind of spreading out their concerts, their like where, where they're spending their money as well. So it's it's um, but Body and Soul kind of has this really nice opportunity to kind of stay small while growing in numbers do you know yeah I, if there was a like I, I really really did enjoy the weekend this time around but i would like to see a couple of things um change i think for its, lo- its own longevity mm. number one would be i'd like to see it just a little bit smaller um mm. i think i don't think they completely saw that this year but uh not that it affected the vibe or anything but i think it does affect their programming a little bit when you're trying to uh build something that's uh you know an alternative festival and then you have the likes of fever ray and February is never going to sell a huge amount of tickets in Ireland. Um, great show, by the way. Really good, like amazing. Everything I saw uh, from it just looked bizarre and yeah. beautiful. Just yeah, that was like a really cool uh, set. It was a lot of it was about like uh, there was a lot of femininity in it and just like rad costumes and all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, it was really good. And uh, similarly to Arca, but um, I had a, the opposite opinion about the Arca show. Okay, I had I talked to some people over the weekend who said. Arca was like a visionary um, and it's like something they'd never seen before. And I just felt like he was doing this. He was a chanter. Okay. I was like, he had all these uh, like kind of IDM old kind of style beats that were nothing like the ones on his album. And he was kind of just like chattering over okay. the just tracks. Press and play and having a, having a chat. He was literally like spelling out body and soul at one point on the <laughs> mic. And I'm like, I'm not sure if this is like... Is he just making it up as he goes on? Because yeah. I actually did see 10 minutes of his set of the Primavera as well. And he he had a bit where he was like doing costume changes and wearing big massive fake boobs and stuff. So I was like, okay. But it, but it just didn't happen at Body and Soul. That didn't happen, but it didn't feel like it was as well put together sure. in any way. And I don't know. I just had a completely different yeah. reaction to it than most people. Well, not most people. I think it was, I think it's quite a divisive show. Anyway, there were loads of other things that I saw at the festival. A lot of Irish acts who were brilliant. Um... Uh, Any uh, non-music things that you saw that shocked I did, you? I did. Well, I, I saw I saw a fair few things. I, mean, I would like to just briefly say that uh, Rekha Vicky Deiter, who I've been talking about for years now, finally got to play Ireland and they were absolutely brilliant. That's awesome. the all-female uh, Icelandic rap group. They like killed Sunday and I went home after that. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, 
Anything else I saw afterwards? Um, I saw a couple of talks. Uh, one about the future of men with Blind Boy, which was good, and uh, the future of women talk as well. Uh, and you gotta I, have both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and my wife was actually doing a talk about sea swimming because um, she loves that. She's actually currently out there at the moment in that nice weather, sea swimming. Um, and that was with the author Rufus Morris. Oh, cool. Um, who uh, wrote the book I Found My Tribe. And uh, really, really interesting, n- nice uh, talk. Saw a couple of other things as well. Um, yeah, Body and Soul is, good, is a good one for uh, kind of, dur- during the day, just walking around kind of stumbling. I, I, I know that's sort of the festival experience, but not all festivals hit that kind of nice balance between stumbling into tents and finding really cool talks or poetry or I remember the last time I was at Body and Soul I stumbled into like an Italian cooking class <laughs> and it was amazing I stayed there for like an hour it was it was really really cool and then I went off to see Connor Orbs or something yeah. but um but they at least whenever I've been they seem to have that balance really nice so that you're not at a talk where you've got a tent right beside you just banging out tunes, that's true yeah you know like the Wonderlust stage is a really nice place to fall asleep, mm. as I found out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday, in between, like Louise O'Neill was doing a talk um, mm. with Una Malay, which was really interesting. But I was also like kind of just totally uh, relaxed and so relaxed that I was like, I might have to go to bed just or something. Just a little snooze. Well, also, I was tired from the night before. We were, uh, Lumo were DJing in absolute from 2 a.m. to 4. So, mm-hmm. and then I got up to go for Aoife's talk uh, uh, for 1 o'clock. So, I was a bit tired for that reason. So, yeah. it's good. It was a good reason to be tired. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good festival as ever. I would like to see a couple of other things happen. One of the main things I'd like to see happen is the main stage move back to where it was. Where's um, it now? They kind of have it over uh, further away from, the, you know, they had the. Um, the hill that everyone used yeah, to kind of sit on. Yeah. Now they about three years ago they moved it like way further uh, back oh. to accommodate for more people, but that uh, a lot of the bands would suffer at that festival because yeah, they can't yeah. fill that. Yeah, you, it's, it's going to be sparse. Yeah, like. you kind of have to have two thousand people in front of you before yeah. you can get to the hill. Especially um, if the festival didn't sell out, that's, that's yeah, kind of a yeah. risk. So that was that was I'd love to see that happen. Um, and but again, like there are other parts of it, like food on board, which is like, it's really great to be able to go to a festival and have really good food as well. Yeah. You know, like nothing nothing wrong with um like Katie Sanderson's uh, Rayu uh, rice bowl. Oh um, yeah, that's like the most restorative food you could get. Oh, treat yourself, like yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, I'm sure Body and Soul will be back next year, and in the, it definitely had less international acts, and but mm. I don't think it suffered overall. I definitely think um. There's enough quality here and there's enough um, uh, of a considered program going on yeah. at Body and Soul that um, we will see more of that. And you yourself, what, were you, what gigs were you at recently? I have been sparse on the L gigs, but I was at the National last week on the Friday night. So like everybody else who was at the National, it was, you know, a, heading in with the shirt on the and the, and the backpack after work uh, down to Donnybrook on a gorgeous evening. It was just lovely. It was really, really nice. I thought that they were, I, I, I'd never seen them live before. Um, and I have to say they were, I, I couldn't believe how much just like their albums they sounded nice. like. And I'm not one for outdoor gigs, um, but I think that that Donnybrook Stadium is grossly underused right. ha- having been there it's, is it the first time it's ever been used i think is it yeah yeah because yeah, because so, when yeah. i saw that it was on there i was like interesting and i kind of thought i was like a stadium because i'm not a 
not a GAA person. I'm not a sports person, really. So I've never been in there at all for any reason. Like it's mostly rugby. It's used for. Is think, it rugby? Uh, not a rugby person. And then either. a lot of people would know it because uh, you know there was a, a nightclub there when people were younger. People is this on the, on the south side? Yeah, the Wes. Yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I am. I'm a north sider, so I can't say I know much about the Wes. But yeah, um, it it is a lovely, lovely venue. Like it's. It, it reminds me a little bit of. Um, I went to see Bell and Sebastian last year in um, Ivy Gardens yeah. and it's that sort of, you're outdoors, but it's still managing to be really intimate um, while really packing a lot of people in. I don't understand how space works, basically, <laughs> but so, somehow you, you managed to get all these people together and it was, there was a whole lot of that kind of, it's it's that age set where, like I said, everyone's coming from work. You're seeing people you haven't seen in a few years. Uh, you're all getting together to go see the national again because you like them back in college together. And it was just that camaraderie. Um, every single word of every single lyric was roared back at the band. It was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, they have a very particular... Um, they A lot of people in Ireland, anyway, they seem to have a particular audience in Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More all the men look else. the exact same. <laughs> they all wore the same shirt and they all had beards and they were all super polite when I was trying to get by them. <laughs> okay. Right. It's just that same kind of set of fans. And they're just super sound. The National have the best fans. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk a bit, little bit more about the National later on in a different context. Um, but now we're going to have a look at, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Yay Season, which of course is the five albums that Kanye West released um, in the last That's five five weeks. albums. Yes, five albums. You did they, not miss here. They are uh, Kanye West, uh, Yay, Pusha T, King Push, uh, Kitty Ghost, Kitty Ghost, um, Nas, Nazir. And Tiana Taylor, keep that same energy, became a last Friday. Um, let's take a bit of this first song. We're just going to, um, yeah, this is from uh, Ye itself. Uh, this is Kanye West with All Mine. Yeah, you supermodel, turn it ass, busting out the bottom. I'ma lose my mind in it. Crazy, I'ma do a little obligato, get the rubbing on my lap, get the chini up the If bottom. I pull up with a Kerry Washington, that's going to be an enormous scandal. I could have Naomi Campbell, still might want me a Stormy Daniels. Sometimes you gotta bag the boss up. I call that ticket Corey Gambles. Find yourself up in the food court. You might have to enjoy your sample. All these stats on Chris and Mingle. Almost what got Tristan single. If you don't ball like him or Kobe, guaranteed that bitch gonna leave you. Hey, time is extremely valuable. And I prefer to waste it on girls is basic. That's just some yay shit. Right now, let's do what we want. Let's have a threesome, you, you and the blunt. I love your titties, cause they prove I could focus on two yeah, things at once. So that is uh, one on tracks of uh, Yay, of course. A lot has happened in the last five weeks, Andrea. How do you feel about it? It's weird coming back to it. Um, this is not a track that I listen to a lot considering the amount that we have to get through here. Well, that's it. I mean, so much this has happened like, here in, in Kanye Westland. Um, obviously, all of the other stuff that I'm sure everyone is familiar with, with the MAGA hat and, and the Donald Trump stuff and the slavery thing. And like, there's, I think people got to the point at the start of this where they were just sick of them. Yeah. I mean, even before this drop, there was the the tweets, the uh, the philosophy book that he basically released on Twitter. Um it, it it was Kanye overload, which is his marketing campaign. He he did the same around the same time as uh, around Pablo, and and it it means that um for people like me who are a fan of Kanye, it's just it, it 
it's a time in your life where you're you're thinking about very little else other than it, when's Kanye releasing the album and is Kanye okay? And that's pretty much what what this is saying here, you know. So yay as a whole, like, how do you feel like that second question is answered or is it answered? Is Kanye okay? Yeah. It's it's so hard, isn't it? It's like with with this album, it's so it can be at times so viscerally honest, um, and at other times eye rollingly you know, just trite. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I played that song actually, because I love the production on it. And I think it's a real example of Kanye as a producer, which I think over the five albums that he released really shows you how good he can be. Yeah. But then he just has these throwaway stupid lines that you're eye rolling at and you're like, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. You should not be saying that. This is this feels to me like ammo for those people who are like, oh, I hate Kanye West. I, I'm i not listening. Like his his lyrics are so stupid. He's he, he hasn't written a good lyric since college dropout or whatever. And it's so easy for those people to point to tracks like this and yeah. say, well, well, look at this. It's a mess. And obviously those things aren't true. Obviously he's writing good lyrics and he's making good music, but it's it's so it, it 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 is so easy to now just say, well, you know, Kanye has lost it. Look, look at this song. Yeah, it's been a really fascinating process. Even the fact that he, they even got the five albums out in the way that they did, yeah. um, and they actually came out per, well. I mean, give or take on time, um, yeah. like a couple of hours. But um, and there was a lo- one thing that like did get lost in all of that, and that is like. As someone who works in supervision sometimes, I'm kind of very conscious of this. It's like that he did not clear his samples at all on the mm. albums. That uh, There was a couple of samples on it that just weren't, uh, the people who uh, were sampled were not even uh, uh, contacted about. So, you know, there's that part of it as well. But, yeah. but leaving that aside for a minute, um, uh, how do you feel about Ye overall now? I am pro Ye, I guess you can say. Like, I find it, it's 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 just like a well like you can just dive into it and just keep going and going and going like it 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 suffered from a lot of knee-jerk reactions from critics and fans like about this new Kanye for for better or worse like whether you liked it or not it was this this was the pinnacle of postseas as Kanye um and I genuinely thought that his comments uh, when when this came out about there being five albums overall were a joke. I was like, you you can't be serious. Like this is yeah. this this can't be real. But he it's it's an album when when you spend a lot of time with it. Um, it's an album that discusses kind of self love and self hate in as honest a way as you're going to find. Um, and that's not always pretty. It's often very ugly. Um, like, like the first track on it. Um, today I thought about, uh, I, I thought about killing you like that. What it, it, it is at times incredibly ugly to listen to, but it's in, in its honesty, like absolutely vital, you know? Okay. Well, let's play a bit of that song. Um, if anyone hasn't heard it, this is the opening track on Yay. Uh, I thought about killing you. See, if I was trying to relate it to more people, I'd probably say I'm struggling with loving myself because that seems like a common theme. But that's not the case here. I love myself way more than I love you. And I think about killing myself. So best believe, I thought about killing you today. Premeditated murder. 
I called up my loved ones. I called up my cousins. I called up the Muslims. Said I'm about to go dumb. Get so bright it's no sun. Get so loud I hear none. Scream so loud got no lungs. Hurt so bad I go numb. Time to bring in the drums that put her up a pum. Set a new tone on them. Set the new cough on them. I need coke with no rum. I taste coke on her tongue. I don't joke with no one. They'll say he died so young. I done had a bad case of too many bad days. Got too many bad traits. Use the floor for ashtrays. I don't do shit halfway. I'ma clear the cachet. I'ma make my name last. Put that on my last name. It's a different type of rules that we obey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, nigga, we obey. We was all born to die, nigga. Yeah, so that is the opening track from Kanye West. Uh, yay. Uh, I thought about killing you. Um, yeah, I, as you said, like very stark in its in its honesty or want of of, of honesty, uh, wanting to explore ideas. There's a, a New York Times interview with with Kanye from John Carmanka, which in which he spends time. All these albums were pretty much recorded in Wyoming, where. Uh, as the interview makes clear that um, it's where he went to heal mm-hmm. after he was um, basically uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, and he talks about screaming in that song as well. And he, like if, one thing you do learn from the interview is that Tony Robbins was one of the people who yeah, turned was, up to stage. It was a very bizarre turn in that interview, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, interesting. He was just talking. And I thought it was really telling that actually he was talking about uh, the need to scream uh, um and he was t- he was encouraged by mr robbins um to do so um but he said he was so self-conscious about the nanny and the housekeeper that he didn't want them to hear him in his screaming room so like there is that like he, this is a man who's so unguarded in lots of ways but you know when it comes down to it you can talk shit on the internet very easily and you can oh, yeah. do um you can say things that are misconstrued in or otherwise in a tmz interview but when you're in your comfort of your own house if you don't feel comfortable um, you know, Making letting noise. letting go. Yeah, you know, there's something there um, that you know. I think he's trying to get through, and I think that's what to me. That's what kind of what the album is is uh, the album and the other albums are kind of a part of a process of him um, moving on. Yeah, um, and I think it's it's that that idea of screaming and or making noise or just trying to get things out. Like he's got a line in that song that's say it out loud, see how it feels, and I I think that that is. It's it's a big part of therapy and it, and it's a big part of what Kanye kind of discusses in terms of his own healing. Like he said in, in that same New York Times piece that he thinks an extreme thing, like he goes as extreme as he can go and then he adjusts and adjusts and adjusts until he finds himself at the right place. So I think a lot of what we're hearing on, on Ye is him just throwing out those extreme ideas yeah. and some of them are sticking, some of them aren't. But that's as that's as honest and and deep uh, a, a, a personal project as as somebody can do, and to put that down on an album and to release it like that's that in itself is is an act of such kind of I I, I would say courage if I wasn't concerned that like he he's not entirely you know sure what he's doing here like yeah. I'm obviously not a mental health professional, so it's and it's so easy to point and say like, well, he's he's suffering a breakdown or he's suffering a, melt, a meltdown. Like he's clearly not in in all at all times in his right mind. But this as as a project is an incredibly interesting um, kind of 
survey of 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 somebody in in the depths of it you know yeah. and it's very much unfiltered as well because it, you know a lot of the lyrics weren't even written until a week or so beforehand yeah. and you know before it was released you know so it is really a, a, very much a snapshot and that's kind of what i like as the albums overall they're all very short yeah. which is really not that it's i love a short album though yeah, yeah yeah i mean five short albums in a row it makes it easier to uh, uh, at least digest them and um, one of the things he does and put them into a digestible podcast yes, form <laughs> although that's kind of impossible but, uh, especially with these ones but um he does so, say this in the new york times interview that he he thinks our all artists should be iris, uh, strive to be uh, irresponsible mm. that's one of the great privileges of an artist an artist should be irresponsible in a way like a three-year-old um and he's obviously been showing a lot of that irresponsibility away from the music in terms of what he's been saying and yeah. and and saying things unchecked and uh one of the things that's interesting on the album to me is talking about like um the fallout of what he said on tmz is like yeah. and how he's like thought his wife was going to leave him as a result um and i think yeah there's so much there i think it's just it's like a really fascinating thing to um explore um and as the first release of these five albums um we're going to play a song from uh well your favorite song i think um which is ghost town i mean you can well let's play a bit of it and then you can tell me a bit more about why you picked it yeah Everything that I know yeah. And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of free We're still the kids we used to be yeah. Yeah. I put my hand on a stove To see if I still bleed yeah. And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of Okay, that's Ghost Town from Yay. So, Andre, this is your favorite track on the album? Yeah, this is definitely the one that I would kind of point to to those uh, those those straw men that I talked about earlier who who are saying, you know, Kanye's not making beats like he used to. This this is this is hearkening right back to when Kanye was making proper beats. Yeah. Like this the the sample, the sense of mood that he has, I don't think I've heard anything quite as um quite as atmospheric as this since like but before Jesus anyway it's it's just it's so old school Kanye but it 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 has that kind of um visceral honesty of a post Jesus Kanye or a Pablo or an or even like an 808s kind of yeah. um there's a lot of hurt in the song and but there's also a lot of kind of joy um that and nothing hurts anymore i feel kind of free when that hits it's just so like joyful but then it it also it's juxtaposed with that i i put my hand on a stove line which just cuts so hard like he's i i think i think he's at a stage in his career now um if if i was to ha- have a theory on it where he's been kind of putting his like his ment- his mental thoughts into art or into um into kind of metaphor for so long 
that he he's nearly screaming in a room full of people and nobody's listening and now he's just saying hey this is this is actually happening to me i'm bipolar here here is what that feels like and and there's something contained within this song that is just so um it just sonically seems to get that across while while the lyrics are also kind of ad- adhering to that like really like honest account of what he's actually going through i just think this is stunning i think it's an absolutely gorgeous song and it doesn't it doesn't sit um very comfortably within the album um not not, not that many of the songs sit comfor- comfortably next to the other but this one is just such a standout because i feel like this is the one with the most amount of optimism in it um this this one gives me hope for kanye you know okay very good um Okay, well, I guess with the four of the albums we haven't really discussed yet, so uh, we thought instead of oh, like God. explore the albums <laughs> one by one, we'll just pick out some uh, f- some of the tracks from the ones that we uh, enjoyed a lot. Uh, the Push T album, Daytona, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the album a lot. I think it's one of the best rap albums of the year. Kanye's beats on it are insanely good. Mm. And Pusha is one of the best, he is one of the best rappers around. Sure. Um, we'll talk about another rapper later on who's kind of lost his steam a little bit, but... Um, it was. It's just good to hear Pusha T rap on beats uh, that are made from. And uh, here's an example. Like the good old days. Yeah, this is Comeback Baby from Daytona. Touchdown! I'm so grateful. Number so low. Bitch, be thankful. They say don't let money change you. That's how we know money ain't you. Bitch, I've been had. Bitches been bad. We buy big boats. Bitch, I'm sin bad. Downright sinful. Bitch, we been full. All my dope boys. We like kinfolk. Be more burnt spoon. DC glass pipe. VA scent bells. About that trap life. Blew through thousands. We made millions. Cocaine soldiers. Once civilians bought hoes Hondas, took care of children, lit my pastor, built out buildings, wrapped on classics. I've been brilliant. Now we blend in. We chameleons. Ah! Never have I been locked up in a world of misery. I need you, darling, to set me free. Come back, baby. Try me one more time. Oh, baby. I'm about to go out of my so that's Comeback Baby from uh, Pusha T's album Daytona. And uh, again, you can hear, I think there's a lot more uh, soul samples um, on the other albums, uh, especially uh, Tiana Taylor's album, um, Keep the Same Energy, that came out last Friday. Um, it's a, very much um, uh, an old school, or, well, not an old school R&B album, but a, kind of a classic R&B album. It mm. doesn't, and for Kanye to, to make uh, the beats for that is... Something fresh from him that we haven't heard in a long time, and it's sure. all those kind of people to talk about. College dropout. There's a lot of people. I mean, I was listening to it last week, and it reminded me a lot of like how Kanye would have been inspired by Jay Dilla to make those kind of beats. Absolutely, and, uh, and that's something I really liked about it. Um, and again, like Push D, same kind of thing. There's there's samples in there. I I, I love that sample on uh, on Come By Baby. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah, and there's lots of. I I just think it's really interesting that somebody has that level of output in five weeks. And I don't know how, if all these tracks came together in five weeks. Well, when you don't have weren't. to clear samples, you can get a lot done, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, I think some of them are cleared for sure, but um, there's some that aren't. Maybe they just forgot. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we talk about samples. Uh, maybe we'll play this from um, the Nas album, which overall, I don't know how you feel about it yourself, but a little bit disappointed maybe, but I don't think it's Kanye's fault. I think, um, 
Nas is mm, he doesn't quite live up to some of the beats that he's given here but on this one he does and I think we both agree this is one of our favourites this is uh, Cop Shot the Kid by Nas shot the kid, the I don't want to hurt nobody we just came here to party see a few dames exchange some names I'm a top shot the kid stay in your lane the cop shot the kid same old same pour out a little liquor champagne for pain slap boxing in the street crack the high in the heat cop cars on the creek doing their roundups we just watch for the sweet yeah it's hotter than july it's the summer when niggas die it's the summer when niggas ride together we'll be strong but forever we divide so y'all are blowing my high type of shit that's killing my vibe white kids are brought it alive black kids get hit with like five get scared you panic you going down the disadvantages of the brown how in the hell the parents gonna bury their own kids, not the other way around? Reminds me of Emmett Till. Let's remind them why Cap kneels. Yeah, so that is from uh, Naz's album, Nazir, as produced by Kanye West, also a part of Yay Season this uh the past month uh how did you feel about the album overall album overall like i think i'm in agreement with you insofar as i enjoy i i enjoyed it like it's it, it's a good album like you you can't really say that it's not it's not like a, a very good album but i was nearly um i i enjoyed nas on it for the break from Kanye sometimes. <laughs> um, it was like, it was just nice to hear someone else uh, yeah. for, for a little bit of the time. This is by, by far my favorite track on, on the record. Um, el- elsewhere, I think Ka- Kanye is the best thing on the record. Yeah. But on this one, I, f- I feel like it's, it's got that real balance and that like just relentless cop shot the kid, just rep- repetitive kind of, Hey, are you listening? Cops yeah. are shooting kids, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great. sample from uh, Slick Rick's children's story. Uh, really nice uh, use of a sample. And uh, as you said, re- really reinforces the point there. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of, um, I, I felt like it, it's, it's a nice uh, brother track to like, a, a this is America or something where it's yeah, just sure, yeah. really like, obviously pointing out what's going on but saying what needs to be said you know yeah. um i like i like the message in it a lot good um will we play a track from the tiana taylor album as well maybe just to give you a bit of a flavor of that one um the one that stood out to me the most is uh wtp which is the last song on the, on the album which is kind of like this um like vogue ready electro pop song which is interesting to hear kanye produce um for sure uh, but maybe we should play something that's maybe, maybe a bit more representative. This is uh, Issues um, from Tiana Taylor's album. Fighting to keep us together, hope it's worth a try. You ain't always been an angel, but heaven's on our side. I got my demons too, I know just how you feel. You can be real with me, that's why you're still with me. Can't hide behind a carousel on a diamond ring. I don't even care if you lie to me, cause there ain't 
much to kiss by me these days I say I do just to say I don't Don't give me no reason to go through your phone This is deeper than me, you and other women This is daddy issues This is years putting up on the rules I miss so that's the album that came out last um, last Friday. And in a way, it's uh, maybe be, it wasn't the right one to come out last. Um, yeah. So the one that came out second we haven't mentioned yet is Kid Sea Ghost, which is the Kanye and Kid Cudi album. Um, I gather you're a fan of this. Yeah, that's my, that, it, aside from Ye, is the one I've listened to the most. But maybe it's just I, I was getting like oh god this is quite a lot of Kanye the more yeah. they came out but uh this one yeah there's a, there's a fear that it kind of got swept under the rug a little bit it definitely I, I was away I was I was actually not in the country and I wasn't near Spotify or anything like that which was a nice thing in a way um, I was listening to music at the time when it was released so uh, it took me a couple of weeks to get caught up with that one mm. um but I do enjoy it and it definitely seems like a companion piece to yay more directly um, in terms of um, its overall style and its feel and maybe what it explores a bit more. Yeah. Um, I still haven't listened to it a huge amount, if I'm honest. I'm um, the same. It's it's newer. Yeah. We've less time to get to know it, <laughs> you know. It but did, it's, it's, it did come out week two, though. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's hard to tell in, three. in this post-yay world. <laughs> it's time is nothing but a concept. But it is. It's gore, It's it's lovely and and warm. It's it's nice to hear Kanye playing with with like those warmer tones, and it's not as kind of spatially sparse. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's it's it, like that that track that we just heard there is uh, it's really packed. You know, it's like that that guitar line is gorgeous. It's yeah, it's um, in, instrumentally anyway, stunning. And obviously her voice is fucking caramel. Like it's yeah. it's stunning. Like Yeah. So, uh, but the Kitsy Ghost album uh, is the one that we haven't really talked about yet. We haven't played anything from. So let's play something from it. This is your favorite song. Yeah. From Kitsy Ghost. It's uh, Fourth Dimension. Okay. It feels so good as your cost. Brought an alligator, I ain't talking Lacoste. Made me say, uh, huh, like a mix of Master P and Rick Ross. Uh uh-uh. uh. She seen it, made me always feel like a boss. Uh uh-uh. uh. She said, I'm in the wrong hole, I said, I'm lost. Uh uh-uh. uh. She said, I'm going too fast, I'm exhausted. Now drop to your knees for the offering. This the theme song, or something wrong. Might need an intervention for this new dimension. That's too new to mention. Won't fit in a sentence. If I get locked up, I won't finish the sentence. As for to mention from Kanye West and Kid Cudi's album, Kid See Ghost. Uh, yes, the last of the five that we were discussing here. Um, Again, like we said, I re- there is a lot to unpack here, and I don't think we quite we can't really we don't have it long enough or uh, had enough time really to yeah. go into all of it. But it's a nice overview, and it's been a really fascinating process to hear uh, a brand new short album every week uh, and just kind of unpack it. And uh, you know, the fact that it's five different artists that Kenny's kind of executive producing, um, including himself, uh, it is something that he promised and he did deliver on. Um, and I think we'll be still listening to this. For quite a while, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's yeah. uh. There's there's too much to get through. There's there's going to be a uh, college classes taught about yay season. You mark my words. <laughs> Are you teaching them? Um. If there's any universities out there that wanna that wanna fund me for that, I am available. Very good. You heard her here first. <laughs> 
so I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Ain't no stress on me, Lord. I'm moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. I'm so, I'm so reborn. on me, Lord, I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Very rarely do you catch me out. Y'all done specially invited guests me out. Y'all been telling jokes that's gonna stress me out. Soon as I walk in, I'm like, let's be out. I was off the chain. I was often drained. I was off the meds. I was called insane. What an awesome thing. Engulfed the shame. I want all the rain. I want all the pain. I want all the smoke. I want all the blame. Cardio, audio, let me jog your brain. Caught in the Audi home, we was all detained. All of you Mario, it's all the game. I'm so, I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, ain't no stress on me. And that is it for this week's podcast. Um, thank you to Andrea Cleary for coming in to talk about Yay Season and the five albums we discussed. Um, we actually had a whole other uh, part of the podcast recorded, but um, there were some ghosts in the machine and uh, they were not recorded. Maybe you think it's a dodgy SD card. Anyway, it happens. It'll happen again. And you just try and minimize it and move on. We're going to move on and move forward, as the uh, Kids See Ghosts album says. Um and you can catch Andrea Cleary on Andrea Cleary underscore on Twitter and at 909 uh, is myself and uh, uh, 909.com, of course. Um, hit us up. Um, plenty of other podcasts there to check out if this is one of your first to check out. Um, in the meantime, um, plenty of gigs coming up in the next while. If you're listening to this before Friday, June 29th, there's a gig tonight in Teeling's um, Whiskey Distillery. Uh, that's the Friday night uh, with some new Irish bands like AMAC or Kit. Um, we got uh, a good few surprises in there as well, along with Erica Cody and uh, David Keenan. And then Saturday night is Lumo's Live, or Lumo's Club Night, um, with Wyvern Lingo doing a 90s R&B DJ set upstairs, and Lumo DJs downstairs. And if you're around Sunday and you want a bit more sunshine, um, we are playing some tunes. Uh, Lumo is playing Lumo Pub outside in the uh, back garden of or the yard of Lucky's on Mead Street. Plenty more to come uh, in the next while in terms of podcasts and stuff. We'll be Myself and Andrea will be back next week. Um, we did talk about the Carter's album um, on the podcast and uh, had a very interesting discussion about it. But now lost to the wind. And however, <laughs> if you do like what you hear, do subscribe and do let your friends know. Um, nine nine on all of your um podcast uh, subscribe subscription uh, platforms and things. So iTunes and Stitcher and whatever else. Um, so that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Thanks very much. I'm going to leave you with a song from uh the last album that Kanye West produced as part of Yay Season in Wyoming. It is the Tiana Taylor uh, album, and this is WTP. Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. What is pussy? 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 What is pussy?
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.